Hello, and welcome to the Brinkman Podcast. This is Sarah Boltman, and today we have another special episode for you. Normally, we talk about the Brinkman adventures, how they're made. We talk to the missionaries themselves and learn more about what actually happened behind the stories. But today, you are going to get to listen to a complete episode from Season 6. This is Free Burma Rangers, Part 1. Okay, we're over the drop site. Standing by. We're good to go. Five seconds. Ready. Green light. All right, let's roll. You're listening to the Brinkman Adventures and part one of Free Burma Rangers. Dave Eubank is about to parachute from the back of a Lockheed C-130 Hercules. Who is Dave Eubank? And why is he jumping out of a perfectly good airplane? Those are both excellent questions. To answer, let's begin 12 years earlier. Jacoy, come. Good girl. Are you hungry? Starving. Help me set the table. Yes, ma'am. Hey, Mom. What did you do before you became a missionary? I used to sing in New York on Broadway. Really? Yeah. I sing for kings and presidents. Now I get to sing for orphans instead of rich people. That doesn't seem very nice of, of God. Bringing a star out here in the jungle? I think I'd rather sing for a king. I do. I'm singing for King Jesus. When I get older, first, I'm going to be a soldier. And then I'll be a missionary. <laughs> we'll see. Where are you headed, Dave? I'm taking Jacoy out for her walk. We're going exploring. School work done? Yes, sir. Okay, then. Have fun. What is it, girl? Jacoy! Come back! Come back! She's hurting. I know. She was so brave chasing that tiger off. Good thing it was a young cat. I'd hate to think what would have happened to you if it was full grown. She's gonna be okay, right? I don't think we can save her, son. I'm sorry. Sadly, Chikoy died later that night. She had such a strong protective urge that she took on a tiger to protect her master. Little did Dave know that God had placed a similar drive in his own heart, one he would discover some years later. In the meantime, his parents sent him to a boarding school in Bangkok, the capital of Thailand. That first year at school, Dave became very ill. 104. That's high, Dave. You might have dengue fever. We'll need to keep you hydrated. Do you think you can drink this entire glass of water? Uh, yes. I'll be right back, honey. Jesus. If you're real, please help me. Uh, 
Dave immediately felt a peace in his heart. He knew that Jesus was real and promised to follow him. Later that week, he recovered and quickly discovered that following Jesus wasn't always easy. As the year progressed, he earned the reputation for being the toughest student on campus. One day, a new kid named Pete showed up. Pete was a big kid, but Dave was sure he could take him. You don't stand a chance, kid. We'll see about that. They went at it for a long time. Eventually, when the teachers broke it up, everyone realized it was a tie. Neither claimed victory that day. To encourage them to get along, the school decided Gus and Dave should be roommates. Keep your stuff in that half of the room. Don't worry. I wouldn't want to get it dirty touching your side. Whatever. You better not snore. What if I do? I guess you'll just have to find out. You want a piece of me right now? For a little guy, you sure talk tough. Who taught you how to fight like that? Nobody. Are your parents in the military? No. They are missionaries. Missionaries? You're kidding. Why? I don't know. Maybe because most missionary kids don't fight like psychopaths. Someday I'm going to be a soldier. I'll probably become a Green Beret like my uncle. A Green what? Beret. What's a beret? I think it's a French hat or something. (laughs) So, so you want to be a French hat? The Green Berets are another name for the special forces in the army. They're like the toughest, meanest, best soldiers around. Sometimes they parachute behind enemy lines and do super dangerous missions. That's what I want to be too. How do you get to be one of those anyway? My uncle said it's really hard. You have to be tough and pass super hard courses. Most people who try end up dropping out. I could get in. You sure you want to do this? If we're going to be warriors, we got to learn how to fight. Okay, here it goes. Hey! Yeah, you! Ihya! I won't beat you! Do not right there! You were right, Dave. They don't like that name. I'll take the biggest guy. Let's give it to him, Gus! After that, Dave and Gus went out often to instigate fights with the local teens. Over time, the kids in the city grew to fear this scrappy duo. Dave's motto was hit fast and hit hard, and that's what he did. He became an expert fighter. On Christmas break of his senior year, he went home to spend time with his parents. One afternoon, Dave and his dad were out riding horses, something they both enjoyed. Want a race? Sure. On your mark, get set, go. Come on, girl. Ah! Oh! was too easy. Yeah, you still give me the slowest horse. <laughs> Dave, I'm really proud of the young man you're becoming. Thanks. What's wrong? Things aren't as they seem. Huh? There's some stuff I need to tell you, Dad. Okay. Well, I haven't really been living like a Christian these last few years at school. When our basketball team beat Singapore during the national tournament, I made some intentional fouls. And 
I've been skipping church and fighting. Oh? Even drinking a little. Well, is this the way you want to live? No. Have you confessed these things to God? Sort of, I guess. I do want to obey him better. Well, confession is the first step. Ask him to help you change. I'll do that, Dad. How how would you feel if I didn't become a missionary like you? Just because I'm a missionary doesn't mean God is calling you to become one. I applied for an ROTC scholarship at Texas A&M. I want to become an officer with the Green Berets. Wow. I've wanted that for the last four years. I've been working out at school and stuff. That's great, son. I think you'd make one tough soldier. Later that year, Dave received the scholarship. He moved to Texas and began studying. He also started the brutal training to become one of the few chosen to wear the green beret. Get up! Everybody, get up! Out of your tents, now! Into the field! Wilson, get the lead out! Hey, little guy! Me, sir? Yes, you. I hope you're tougher than you look. I am, sir. I'm betting otherwise. Now run! Go, go, go! All right, into the water. I want your head down. Facing the mud. Hey, you! I said head under the water. Five of you, her telephone pole. Pick them up. That's right. Lift them up over your head. Now, on my command, squat. Down. Up. Down. Up. Down. Up. There's plenty of stuff you're not going to like in this world. Get used to it. Now put the log down. Get back in that river. You're impressing me, kid. And graduating with top honors today is Dave Eubank. Congratulations. Thank you, sir. Dave flew home to Thailand to spend the break with his family. Jet-lagged, he rested in his bedroom while his parents held a prayer meeting downstairs with a visiting missionary. Is there anyone here who would like prayer about the future? I would. Dave. Hey. Oh, hi, Davey. I didn't know you were here. He's back on break for a couple weeks. Sorry to disturb you, hon. No problem. I was awake. So you'd like prayer for your future? I would. Dave made it into the Special Forces. When he gets back to the States, they want him to become an Army Ranger. Wow. It's very rigorous and quite dangerous. Yeah. I'm having second thoughts, though. They want me to train with the HALO unit. HALO stands for High Altitude, Low Opening. If I pass, I'd participate in risky missions. Oh. Jumping from planes behind enemy lines and stuff like that. But you're having second thoughts. Well, I guess because I never asked God if I should be a soldier. I love my job now. I don't want to quit. But what if God wants me to quit? Mom, you were a star on Broadway, and God took that away from you. Hmm. I'm afraid maybe he's going to do the same thing to me. Well, let's pray about this. Yeah. Okay. Lord, 
I'm sorry I didn't talk to you about what I should do. I took the scholarship because I wanted to be in the army. Thank you for letting me be a paratrooper. I don't want to quit, but now I feel bad for not asking you first. God, we know that you are good. Help Dave to trust you with his life. Okay, God. I'll give that all up if you ask me to. I'll even go to Africa and be a missionary. Whatever you say. David, I believe the Lord wants you to keep doing what you're doing. And if he ever wants you to do something different, you'll recognize his voice. So Dave returned and began the Ranger Indoctrination Program, or RIP as some call it. Again, he excelled to the top of his class. After weeks of difficult training, he made it to the end of the course and his final jump before graduation. As he stood in the door of the plane, he had no way of knowing that someone had made a terrible mistake in misreading a wind speed gauge. The green light for the jump should not have been given. Searching to your eyes on it. Coming around. Head left. I need to fly north of that river. You're pointing right at it. Okay, we're over the drop site. You're well clear of the wires. You give it to me if you're good. Standing by. We're good to go. Five seconds. Ready. Green light. All right. Let's roll. Too much wind. Abort. Red light. Red light. Too late. All five jump. There's too much wind. Get medics down there fast. As the wind dragged the men across the field, sticks tore into their bodies. Rocks and gravel scraped the paint from their helmets and stripped away their gear. Everyone survived that terrible jump, but Dave was the only one who wasn't carried off the field on a stretcher. While he recuperated in his bunk, he thought back to the time years earlier when he raised his pocket knife in the air and said, First I'll be a soldier, then I'll be a missionary. He smiled at the thought. Lieutenant David Eubank would never be a missionary. He was a born warrior, an elite army ranger. Dave's superiors noticed him, and before long he was a commander, leading teams of 40 men on dangerous missions in Central America. He continued to rise in the ranks of the special forces, and by age 30 was a captain, directing two different teams in risky classified missions around the globe. Things seemed to be going perfectly, One day, while on leave, he went to his friend's house to watch a football game. Dave, buddy, you made it. Hey, the game starts in five. I've saved you a seat down here. Thanks. We have lots of food. Grab a plate. Wow, you guys went all out. There's someone I want you to meet. Dave, this is my friend Karen. Karen, this is Dave Eubank, the guy I was telling you about. It's nice to meet you. Likewise. If you two would excuse me, I'll see you downstairs. So, you're in the Army? Actually, uh, I'm in the Special Forces. I'm a Green Beret, you know. No, never heard about that. Were you in the Gulf War? (laughs) No, I'd be too scared. (laughs) You know, it's really okay to be scared. Yeah, uh, so, uh, what do you do? I've wanted to be a special ed teacher my whole life. I just graduated from Seattle Pacific University. I'm praying for a job in that field. That's cool. So you're a Christian? I am. You? Yep. My parents are missionaries in Thailand. 
Wow, that's neat. What do you do for fun? I love the outdoors, hiking, you know, that type of stuff. Hey, I'm planning a technical ascent of Mount Shuksan in the Cascades next week. If you wanted to come, you could stay at the base camp while I do the hard stuff, or you could climb with me right to the top. That sounds great. I'd love to. Really? Sorry we had to start at midnight. The ice gets pretty soft once the sun comes out. You tired? Exhausted. But I love it. Seriously? Yes. So how you doing, Karen? I'm digging this. You've honestly never done this before. No. Congratulations, Karen. I can't believe it. I can't believe I climbed a mountain. We're 9,100 feet up. Over there's Icy Peak. Just breathtaking. You hungry? Thanks. Did you learn to mountain climb through the military? I've always been an adventurer, but... The Army has taught me so much. I get amazing opportunities all the time. You're what, 30-something? And you're already a captain in the Special Forces? I bet you could become a general if you wanted. I don't know. I've worked for this practically my whole life, but now... I told you my dad is a missionary. Yeah? He has this sense of... of... satisfaction in his eyes. Sometimes I wonder if I'd be happier in the ministry. Wow. Now that's a radical change of direction. But I don't know if God could use me. I feel inadequate. I'm not sure God can overlook some of the stupid mistakes I've made. That's not how God works. Look at the Apostle Paul. He called himself the chief of sinners, yet God still used him. Huh. They didn't call it dating, but Dave and Karen's new relationship included hours of mountain climbing, skiing, and long walks in the Washington forests. She nurtured Dave's desire to follow Jesus as he bared his soul to her. Then, as sudden as a flash flood, Dave made a decision. I quit the army. You quit? You're kidding me. That's a big deal. There's something else. What? Karen? I think we should get married. Are you still there? I'm still here. Dave, I love spending time with you. But I've finally achieved my dream of serving kids as a special ed teacher here in Seattle. I don't think I'm ready for marriage. Okay. We should stop seeing each other. What? You're kidding, right? No, I'm not. Isn't that drastic? We get along so well. I think God has us on different paths. I should go. Bye, Dave. Bye? Lord, I don't understand. She can't do this. We love each other. We're so right for each other. Why can't she see that? And we both love you. I just don't get it. I'm really sorry to hear that, son. But just because she said no the first time doesn't mean it's over. 
Mr. Quinley asked you to three times before she finally said yes. Seriously? Yeah. Dave, remember, seek first his kingdom. He'll take care of the rest. Just a reminder, the first draft of your church history research paper is due when you return from Christmas break. Merry Christmas to you, Prof. Don't let it wreck your vacation, Phil. Dave, can I have a word with you? Yes, sir. At ease, soldier. Sorry, old habits, you know. (laughs) I finally got around to grading this. Oh, no problem. It's one of the best pieces I've ever read on the subject. Wow, really? Yes. Thank you, sir. Are you going to Thailand to see your parents over Christmas break? No. I've got this gal in Seattle. It didn't work the first time. She agreed to see me again, so I'm giving romance another shot. I'll pray it goes well for you. Thank you, sir. Thanks for meeting me here. Sure. I love this time of year. Christmas shopping at its best. Yeah. Dave, you're marching again. We're in a mall, not on a mission. (laughs) Sorry. How are your parents? They're doing great. Are you enjoying your first year at Fuller? Loving it. Karen? Yes? Do you think we can start over? No. Dave! Hello, sir. How'd it go with that girl? Terrible, sir. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. You know, there are some pretty incredible women here at Fuller. I'm not giving up on her. I'm heading back at spring break to try to jumpstart her interest in me. (laughs) Jumpstart? What is she, Dave? A car? I'll keep praying. Thanks. You were right about the Tozer book. Loved it. Hey, Dave. Come in. Thanks. Look, I'm sorry about... about Karen. I know it's tough on you. I'm going in there to talk to her one more time. Here's my phone. I don't want to be disturbed, okay? I don't care who calls. Unless it's my father. He only calls when it's an emergency. Hello, Dave's phone. May I ask who's calling? Can I talk to my son, Dave? (laughs) It's your father. Dad? Dave, you saw Lou, who serves in the WA Foreign Ministry, is visiting with me right now. He's here in Chiang Mai trying to get international support for a plan to transform the WA economy. He wants the U.N. and our government to help them replace opium with crops like rubber and tea. They've refused, I'm afraid. So why are you telling me this? He's asking for missionaries to come to the Wa state. He believes that only Jesus can change the hearts of the Wa people. Yeah? You saw Lou noticed your picture on our wall, the one with your green beret. He said you looked like a warrior, and he asked if you were a Christian. I explained that you were my son studying at seminary. He asked if you would go to Burma and help the Wa people. I told Lou that we should pray about it, and we did. Then we called you. Wow. You realize that if you came, you would be one of the first Western men to enter the Wa state in 30 years. How soon do they want me? How soon can you get here? I don't know. I'll call you tomorrow. Sounds good. Talk to you soon. Bye. Karen, I need to talk to you. 
That's incredible, Dave. What an opportunity for you. I want you to marry me and come with me to Burma. I understand if you don't want to, but I really need you. One way or another, I have to go. When will you come back? Three months. I'll be back for the new semester at Fuller. But if God has other plans, I may never come back. Karen, I love you so much. Would you please reconsider? Dave, I don't want you to leave. And I don't want you to never come back. You told me what you don't want. Tell me what you do want. I want you to follow God. Do you want to marry me? Yes. Three months later, on a beautiful beach, his dad performed the June wedding ceremony in the presence of friends and family. Do you take this woman to be your lawfully wedded wife? I do. Then I pronounce you man and wife. Later that same month, Dave and Karen arrived in Burma. They packed their rucksacks full of medical supplies and Christian material and marched into the jungle toward the Wa people. Karen, can you believe we're doing this? It doesn't seem real. How far to Thomae? Not sure. Are we lost already? <laughs> Dave, should we ask directions from that scary soldier with the hand grenades? Karen, stand behind me. You've been listening to The Brinkman Adventures, and this has been Free Burma Rangers Part 1. Dave and Karen didn't know it then, but soon they would create an amazing organization with this jungle warrior they just met. Don't miss Part 2 as the Brinkmans visit the Eubank family deep in the jungles of Burma. Today's episode was based on real people and events. To get your own copy or to learn more about the Free Burma Rangers, please visit our website, brinkmanadventures.com. Kids, Jesus told us to go and make disciples of all the nations. Let's give ourselves fully to him and share his good news until the whole world hears. You've been listening to the Brinkman Podcast, and this was Free Burma Rangers Part 1 from Season 6 of the Brinkman Adventures. We hope you enjoy this amazing story and were inspired by Dave Eubank's life. To learn more about the Brinkman Adventures... To purchase a CD, to leave a question or a review, you can go to our website at brinkmanadventures.com and tune in next time as we hear from a man whose plane crashed in the middle of the Bering Sea and whose rescue brings glory to God.